shit, period. All right? If you got a group of people that you call your friends and shit, and they not supportive, fuck them hoes. What's up, you guys? It's your girl and I, Ivy, and welcome back to my podcast. I know you guys missed me, so we're just going to jump right into it. So for those who do not know, your girl is on tour. Yes, T-O-U-R, tour, 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 on tour. Yes, girl, on tour. Because <laughs> it may be so funny when I read my comments, it'd be like, Anaya, I didn't even know. How you ain't know, sis? I talk about it on here. I tweet about it. It's on my community board, on my YouTube. I damn near post it all the time on my Insta story. Girl, where y'all be at? <laughs> but anyways, I was just in Washington, D.C. It was my first time going to D.C. I had so much fun. It was such an amazing experience to have met people and to just connect with everyone. And it was just, it was dope. It was really, really dope. And um, it was great because I had women of all ages. I had women who brought their children. I had grandmothers who brought their granddaughters. Everyone looked so beautiful. Everyone had great questions. It was really dope. Shout out to everybody who was a part of it. Everybody who put their time, energy, blood, sweat, and tears into making sure this event was successful. It was such an amazing event, you guys. Um, But, yeah. So, I will be in Chicago November 16th. So I wanted to talk about a few different things with you guys. Um, I want to talk about protecting your energy. And I want to talk about a few things around that topic. So Summer Walker had a lot of drama going on not too long ago. A fan had made a long-ass caption how she was so disappointed when she met Summer Walker. If you guys do not know who Summer Walker is, she is an R&B artist from Atlanta, Georgia. Her album just dropped not too long ago, and she's currently on tour. And she's doing meet and greets. Now... You know, so the fan wrote a whole fucking caption about how she felt, da-da-da-da-da, sha-la-la-la-la, da-la-la-la. Now, this is how I feel about it. Number one, Summer Walker don't even be needing to do no damn meet and greet, and that falls on her team, not her. So it, it it's not easy when you're the face of something because everything falls back on you. You're the bad guy because it's your shit, it's your face, it's your name, so everybody's going to pour fingers at you, and it's all on you. Now, how I feel about it is her team, whether it be her management team, her road, you know, her tour, road team, whatever the fuck you want to call it, they know this girl is an introvert. They know that this girl is an empath. They know that this girl deals with anxiety. So why the fuck y'all making this girl do a meet and greet? And that's what I don't like when you have people that are money hungry behind an artist and they force certain people to do certain shit that that they're not comfortable with. If you know she deals with these kind of things, it is going to be very intense to meet people and and have them touch you. That's intense, especially if you deal with these things. If you don't know what an introvert is, you don't know what an empath is, Google it. Because it was so disgusting reading these comments on these blog pages and people not having any compassion to a black woman who deals with mental health issues kind of was disgusting to me. 
Because in our community, we don't like to talk about being depressed. We don't, lo- we don't like to talk about dealing with anxiety. We don't like to talk about dealing, being socially awkward. We don't like to talk about being an introvert. We don't like to talk about these things because we, we, we think that we're supposed to be strong. No, black people deal with these issues. So I, I, I think it's very brave of her to, to say that these are things that she deal with. You know what I'm saying? You can look at her and tell that she has some demons in her closet or that she's very private or that she's, you know, she's very selective of who is around her. You could tell. If you know how to read, then you know how to read, honey, okay? And I'm not talking about shade read. I'm talking about energy read because some, some hoes can't read. <laughs> but I could read her. And you could tell she's not a, she's not a social butterfly who want to be around a bunch of people. Now, does that mean she's bougie? Does that mean she's Hollywood? Does that mean she's better than people? No. So you have people that do not have compassion for people that deal with these things. And to me, it's disgusting. It's disgusting. Because if she was white and she said this shit, everybody would be like, oh, do she need help? Can we help her? But why do we why do we want to cancel our own people when we say we're dealing with some mental shit or I'm this or I'm that or I feel this and I feel that. And then you want to say, oh, she's using it as an excuse. How long is she's going to use this? What? I was listen, when I tell you I was reading them comments, I was like, who raised you motherfuckers? What? How long is she going to use this excuse? Do you know it takes years for people to really get out of their comfort zone and do things that are super uncomfortable? Like, what? That's crazy. It's crazy how people don't have compassion for people, especially people of color that deal with these things. It's crazy to me. You know, it's crazy even when they do it to Kanye West. Like, oh, how long Kanye going to use that line that he's bipolar? That is crazy that we do that to one another when you think about it. That's crazy. It makes people not want to talk about these things when they do exist, especially in our communities. It definitely exists. And, and, and it's sad because we make people feel bad. We make people feel little for feeling how they feel. Stop that shit. That shit is not cool at all. It's not funny. I don't know if people do it because they want likes for their comment. I don't know if people do it because they got nothing else to fucking do. I don't know if people do it because they're bored with their lives so they just want to talk about somebody and make fun of them. That shit is not cool. People really deal with shit behind closed doors. And it's not easy for someone to publicly come out and have all the eyes on them and say, I deal with this every day. That's not easy. It's not easy. I don't blame her for not wanting to hug people. I've dealt with the most weirdest shit before. I've had people touch my head when they met me. I've had people touch my hair. I've had people squeeze my arm. I've had people interrupt conversations with me and my friends. I've had somebody fucking interrupt my dinner with someone. You know what I'm saying? People feel so entitled to things when it comes to, I don't care if you're a public figure, influencer, celebrity, people don't think that we're not human. We're fucking human. We deal with shit. 
So y'all want to cancel her because she didn't want to take a, a, a she didn't want to hug somebody. Why does she want to carry your energy, though? We all have energy. We all carry different auras. We all have different spirits in us. You know what I'm saying? Like your intentions may not be pure meeting that girl and she could read you from a distance and not want to touch you. But she's bougie. She's Hollywood. She's canceled. That's crazy to me. Again, I've dealt with crazy shit. And that's because people feel like they know me, but you do not know me on a personal level. I don't give a fuck how much I share online. You do not know me. People that know me don't even approach me like that. So we we live in a day and age and a generation where people feel super comfortable doing things. How would you feel if you were down the street and somebody squeezed you? (laughs) You know, would you hug somebody randomly in a supermarket? No. So it's just like, you know, people don't realize that people need to protect their energy. For example, I'm on tour right now. And it's intense to hug everybody who comes in that door to see me. Now, cool, granted, not everybody's there because they love me. You have some people that will buy a ticket because they nosy. They want to see what the fuck I'm doing. They probably want to copy what I'm doing. They want to do what I do. Who knows? So I also have to protect myself and my aura and my energy to make sure that my energy isn't drained by hugging all these people. I have to make sure that I'm protected spiritually. So before I go, I pray over myself. I try to meditate for five minutes, you know, have clear, good intentions, good thoughts. Everybody is coming. It has good intentions, good thoughts. And I cleanse myself after. So I'm not leaving with nobody's energy and aura. So I just feel like people need to have a, a better, clear understanding and have more compassion to people that are meeting people they do not know. Because put yourself in that position. You know what I'm saying? Imagine if you work at a big corporation and everybody in there want to hug you. That might be different. You know what I'm saying? Like, people need to realize that this girl had, had came from humble beginnings. She used to be a stripper. She used to have a home cleaning business. That is very different than, than living the lifestyle that she's living now. And then you got a bunch of people that say yes, yes, yes to you and all these other things. And you're, into, you're, you're encountering with different people. You know what I'm saying? It's intense. It's very intense. <laughs> people act like energy doesn't exist. People act like people's auras and vibes don't exist. It could be somebody who don't like her, who bought a ticket to hug her, to just you know, maybe want to touch her or put something on her. People fail to realize these things. Not everybody is, is, is smiling in your face as your friend. So you can't be mad when somebody wants to be cautious to protect themselves. That's crazy to me. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. I just wanted to add my two cents in it, have you guys think on a different level, have a different perspective, because at the end of the day, we're all human. I don't care if the person got Grammys, they got millions of views, millions of likes. People have feelings. People people want to protect themselves. People have energy. And you cannot be upset if somebody do not want to hug you. Like, sis, you cannot be upset. That's crazy to me. You know what I'm saying? So, again, I think that we need to have more compassion when someone of color speaks on mental health or having anxiety, that we need to have more compassion and try to be more understanding because a lot of us deal with it without even knowing it. You know what I'm saying? A lot of us may have anxiety and didn't even realize it because we didn't know what the fuck to call it. We think we just bugging out and tripping. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So 
I think that we need to be a little bit more understanding with one another. We need to take a little bit more time to kind of get get where everyone is coming from without having to jump so quick and run to the comment section and type up some dumb shit because it's like it, it, it's it, we don't do that like other races when they say they got they dealing with problems or they need help we you know it's just it's sad it's really sad that we do that with one another when we should uplift and be there and hear each other out and help one another because there's other women like summer walker who deal with these things and they can relate to her on a different level. And then you have other people that can't even wrap their mind around what it is to be an empath or what it is or what it means to be an introvert. They don't even understand that because they don't even know what it is. So I just wanted to say that to have people have a better understanding that everyone is human. Everyone is entitled to pick and choose who they want in their space, regardless of their job title or their title online. You know, people feel so entitled to certain things. And it's like, it's crazy because it's like, what? So I just wanted to say that food for thought. So basically, while I'm already in the topic of protecting your energy and protecting your space, for those who do not know, tonight is a full moon, which is considered the beaver moon and a Taurus moon. So today is November 12, 2019. And a few things that I like to do when it is a full moon, I like to relax, Relax, recharge, rethink, reprogram. This is the time to just get my mind together. And you could do this new moons and full moons. You could do this really anytime, but the energy is more powerful when it's a new moon or a full moon. Now, I do have several videos on my YouTube channel where I talk about my spiritual bath. I talk about sage. I talk about seven day candles. And I don't have a video yet on full moon and what I like to do. So I kind of just talk about it right now. So for a full moon, what I like to do is recharge my crystals. I like to keep my crystals by my window so it can recharge from the moon's energy. And I only do that for certain crystals because once the sun come out, you have certain crystals that doesn't need to be in the sunlight. So it can fade out. So you want to make sure whatever crystals that you have read beforehand. Um, I also like to recharge and clean. So what I'll do is I'll clean my crystals first, depending on the crystal, if it's raw or tumbled, how I would clean it. Um, and I would recharge them. So clean and recharge my crystals. Um, another thing I like to do is light my candles, set my intentions, pray over myself, pray over my house, clean and cleanse my house. Um, I also like to read. So this is when I do my spiritual bath. I like to soak for about an hour, read my book, mind my business, <laughs> do things that actually serve me. So for a full moon, I don't like to be on social media. Don't like to check emails, anything work related, anything that's going to stress me out. Um, I try to avoid for a full or a new moon just to relax, really relax, soak in, recharge. So the next day I am ready to take on whatever task. So that's pretty much what I like to do. Also, what I like to do is write down on a piece of paper. I actually have a book um, that I only use for full moon rituals or just, you know, rituals in general. I like to write down with a black pen sharpie things that I want to release, things that no longer serves me, things that I no longer need to have attached to me, whether that be habits, people, places or things. And I fold it and I burn it in a bowl. Again, you guys can look up and research your own ways on how you guys can do your full moon rituals and all that good stuff. So 
I kind of wanted to talk about protecting your energy when it comes to manifesting. So I've already did a video and I've already done an episode on manifesting, but I want to talk about vision boards because we're going to see a lot of people doing vision board events, vision board parties, and a lot of people that are doing these things are not really well aware of how to actually manifest the correct way. Now, I had did a video on doing my vision board. Now that vision board, I hung in my room, but that wasn't my real vision board. My real vision board was things that I actually wrote down, things that I meditated, visualizing, things that I spoke into the universe. Those are real things that I manifest, not the thing that I showed you guys on my YouTube channel. Now, the reason for that is because not everybody who watches me wishes well for me. And people have to realize that, like... (laughs) They're strangers watching my videos. There may be people who just are envious or jealous and be like, well, I wish you don't have that. Anybody can think and feel a certain way and that can fuck up your frequency or that can mess up anything that you're trying to do. It's like speaking on something that isn't complete. You get what I'm saying? So I think that vision board parties or vision board events is like, eh. Because you are sharing your ideas, your goals, and your dreams with strangers who do not know you. I don't even share my vision, my goals, and my dreams with my own mother. And that's my mother. (laughs) Okay? It's different when you're just talking to your friends about stuff. Like, yeah, girl, you know, I wish I would do something like that or whatever. That's different. But when we're talking about actually sitting down and you are putting your energy, your soul into something that is not meant for you to share with other people that is something that is sacred that is something that is private so you have a lot of these people that are doing it because it's trendy it's cute to do everybody wants to take a picture of their board but everybody don't need to see your board sis (laughs) this is something that is private this is something that is for you because anybody can project their ill thoughts or their ill ideas upon you and that can block what you are trying to do I think it's better when you get to to come out and say, hey, this is what I manifested a few months ago. I think there's nothing wrong with having that testimonial of showing and telling people that this is what you did and this is what happened when it worked. Not, oh, I'm trying to attract this into my life and you haven't even gotten it yet or you're not even there yet. So I just wanted to say that because a lot of people are going to be going to these type of things. And I just feel like if you really are serious about manifesting and visualizing and doing vision boards, do that in the privacy of your own home. Protect your energy. Protect your vision, protect your dreams. Everybody do not need to know your dreams. Everybody don't need to know what you are trying to manifest because again, people can project their thoughts and feelings upon what you are trying to achieve and you may not receive it just because you shared it with too many people. Example, if you guys watch my video on how I manifested this apartment. I didn't even tell my mama. I told us, I didn't tell anybody. The only person who knew was the person helping me find my apartment. And that was it. Like you don't need all these extra energies and thoughts and feelings upon what you're trying to do. You know what I'm saying? It's different if you're doing it with like very intimate. Let's just say you want to do it with your friends. Even then, even then, I'm, I'm not manifesting shit. 
I'm doing it by myself because it's like when you're praying, you pray with you and God, not you, God and 10 other people. And now everybody know your prayers. It's like a diary. These are things that you keep sacred. I don't know why everybody wants to share everything with everybody. Your vision board is meant for you and you only. And if you do have a vision board in your house, it needs to be somewhere where nobody sees it. You know what I'm saying? Everybody don't need to know what you're trying to get because somebody could walk into your house and look at your vision board and just have ill thoughts. You know what I'm saying? You could visualize that you want a house. Everybody don't need to come in your house and see that you want a bigger house. So I just want to make that very clear because a lot of people are going to be doing vision board events. And I just I'm a big firm believer of protecting your energy, protecting your dreams, protecting your vision. Everybody don't need to know what you're manifesting. Nobody needs to know. Not even your mama. <laughs> not even your friends. Not even your nigga. Because everybody, that doesn't mean that everybody wants what you want for yourself. You want, you know what you want for yourself. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I can say I want to marry a doctor. My mother may want me to marry a lawyer. I can't tell her what I'm manifesting because she's going to be trying to manifest some other shit for me. So what I'm saying is protect it. Do not share it with other people. <laughs> a lot of people that's doing these vision board parties, listen, <laughs> okay, especially with strangers. I just, I just don't agree with it. I'm not saying don't do it or don't go to one. But if you really are serious about law of attraction and manifesting things into your life, that is not the way to do it. So, again, that's just my opinion. That's my thoughts on it. Because, again, everybody, you know, thinks it feels how they want. But I feel like if you're serious about it, mm -mm, keep it to yourself, honey, and see where it'll go. See what happens when you manifest in private. <laughs> okay? Then you could tell people, oh, yeah, girl, I did this. Th like I said, when I did my apartment, I didn't tell anybody. I didn't want anybody to think no type of way. I didn't want nobody to think that I can't level up. I didn't want anybody to feel no type of way, have no thought, no nothing. Nothing was blocking what was for me. So that's all I'm saying. Just be very cautious and careful. 2020 is coming. Protect your, you know, it's like the same thing. You got to be careful who you sharing your ideas with. Okay? Just be very cautious of these things. Keep it to yourself. I know a lot of you guys don't know how to do that. <laughs> Let's start practicing that. Because you will be surprised when you look at your life and then three or six months of the things that you kept to yourself and manifested, you'll be like, wow. You'll be surprised. So that's all I want to say is not, is not to downplay anybody that's doing these events, but it's just like I just personally don't agree with it because everybody don't need to know what's on your vision board, honey. <laughs> Nobody needs to know what you're manifesting. That's something that's private, <laughs> private to yourself, you, you only. So I just wanted to say that, but um, yeah. Hi, Anaya, it's Beverly. We met at your DC event. Um, it was such a pleasure meeting you. I love you. I love your energy. Um, I just have a question about self-confidence. As a massage therapist and energy healer, I have more of a relationship with people on a more intimate level. But when it comes to socializing, I feel like I'm kind of socially awkward and, you know, a little too shy. I am an introverted person, so I like 
to be alone more than um, being a crowd. So how would you say um, I could bring out my confidence? Like, how are you able to be so confident and self-assured? And what tips do you have for me? I hope you hear this and have a blessed day, Queen. Uh, thank you, babe, and thank you for coming to my tour. Um, what I will say, because I am also an introvert, which people find weird, like, I'm a cancer, so if you're a cancer, you kind of get what I'm saying, like, cancers, we're shy people, but once we feel comfortable, we open up, and I feel like I've kind of mastered that, because people don't really believe me when I say I'm kind of (laughs) shy, like, once you show me that it is okay, and it's safe for me to be myself and open up, I'll do so. So I think for me, the reason I'm so confident is because I don't wait for it to be comfortable. I make it comfortable. You know, it's not easy meeting new people because I like to read people energy first to see whether or not they're approachable or whether or not. I'm wasting my time even talking or trying to, you know, first impressions are everything to me. And on top of that, I have a lot of personality. I'm very bubbly. I'm goofy. I'm funny. I like to talk shit. So it's just like, you know, I try to reserve that because not everybody is can deal with my personality. You know, my personality is definitely not for everybody. But I try to not limit myself because I've learned when I've done so I missed out on things you know and you don't want to look back on your life like shoulda coulda woulda so my thing would be with confidence it's just you know you're amazing you know you're gifted why do you want to limit yourself and put it in a box and not show other people you'll be amazed when you uh knock fear out and you decide to Put your best foot forward because this is your opportunity to shine. So when you do go out or you're networking or meeting people, don't overthink. And I think that that was something that I used to do. I used to overthink things or I would have anxiety meeting new people. But I had to really work on that and just, you know, show my dope side like Anaya, you're dope. <laughs> you're funny. You're fun to be around. You you have good energy. You have good conversation. Why are you not showing this? So you always want to make sure that you're putting your best foot forward and you're not overthinking it and you just go with the flow. And for me, I like I like again, I said I read people. So if I feel like it's safe enough, I'm going to be myself. If it's not, I'm going to be reserved or whatever. I'm probably not going to talk too much. But You got to feel the vibe out. You got to feel the energy out and then show yourself like do not hold back your greatness because you're shy or, you know, you're antisocial or you're socially awkward. Like don't hold out because, you know, you're amazing and you want people to also know you're amazing. So just having small conversations like don't overthink it. Like, it could just giving someone a compliment or saying, hey, so what do you do? Or, you know, whatever. I get it. It's not easy to talk to strangers for everyone. But once you break the ice, like, once you get past that first little part, everything else is fine. So don't overthink it. Own your greatness. Like, you are great. You are beautiful. You are wonderful. You have so much to offer to the universe and the world. Do not hold back. You know what I'm saying? Do not hold back. Don't don't let this kind of take over and just work on it day by day. This is not something that happens overnight or you're going to figure out over time. You know, this is something that takes time and 
the more you work on it, like any other thing, you'll get better at it. So that's just my advice to anybody who wants to, you know, step out their comfort zone, be more confident, kind of own, you know, themselves and things like that. It takes time. It's not something that happens overnight. So don't think that I've been trying and I don't see results. You know, try to put yourself in different scenarios and different situations. But, you know, if you know this is an issue for you and you actually want to work on it, put in the work and work on it. So, yeah. Darling, so this is the girl talk topic time. (laughs) So for those who do not know, I do girl talk on this podcast. I ask you guys to send me an email. My email is on all of my social media platforms. Um, If you guys go to my Instagram page, there's an email button. Click the button, subject to girl talk, and then keep it anonymous. And I ask you guys to please include your age so I can give you guys age-appropriate advice. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to give a 17-year-old, a 40-year-old woman advice. That doesn't make sense. (laughs) So let's just jump right into this email right here. This one says, hey, Anaya, I love you and I look up to you like a big sis. Keep doing what you're doing. Let me get this tea out. So I have a friend that I tell almost everything to. But every time I tell her something, she tries to one up on me, basically trying to do what I do before I do it. I feel as a friend, you shouldn't have to do that. We need to get the bag together. Help me out, sis. How would you approach this situation? Again, this is why I stress keeping shit to yourself. <laughs> Listen, you tell your friend everything. Screw, screw. No. Okay, it like my thing is we have to learn how to keep things to ourselves. You know what I'm saying? The fact is you're telling your friend all your fucking business. You basically said you tell your friend almost everything. You know what I'm saying? So if you're trying to do something and you tell your friend, she may not have even thought of that idea and you put the little bug in her ear and now she want to do it too. And then she's going to make sure she do it before you. So my thing is if you don't tell her that she won't compete, then she won't do what you're doing. Boop, problem solved. That goes into manifesting. And that's why I said earlier in this episode, keep shit to yourself. Because she's not telling you that she's copying you or she's going to do what you're doing. She just do it. She ain't telling your ass that she, you know what I'm saying? So protect your energy, protect your ideas, protect what you're trying to do. It doesn't mean she's a bad friend. That just means that you need to stop telling your fucking business and every little thing you're trying to do to her. You know what I'm saying? If you do it, she don't know, then y'all don't have this problem. You know what I'm saying? And she say, oh, what you doing? What you working on? Oh, I'm just working on a few things. You keep it very brief, okay? Keep it very generic. Protect your protect your vision, man. Protect your dreams. Y'all be thinking I'm playing when I say that shit. I'm so serious. <laughs> All right, so let's get into the next email. So this one says, hey, Anaya, I'm going through a dilemma. I have a really good man in my life. He's wonderful. He does all the right things. He just adores me, and I do like him, dot, 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 but I don't love him. Ooh, chat. <laughs> She said, I'm stuck on my ex. We were together for two years, but he was very toxic, disrespectful, and treated me very bad. He broke up with me because I was pregnant. I did what's best for me, and I had an abortion, but it left me very depressed. I listen to your podcast consistently. You help 
me uplift myself and feel good again. I left him and I know you said I need to move on and detach myself, but I'm trying everything. Nothing seems to work. I know I'm only 20. Something like this should be the last thing on my mind. I just don't want to hurt this boy. I want to love him, but I just feel so hurt by my ex. I blocked my ex on everything and I don't keep in contact with him at all, but I want to love this man in my life. Give me some advice, please. I love you, girl. Keep shining. See, the thing is, people don't realize like you have to spiritually break ties from people. Like, just because you could ignore dude, you can block him, you moved on, doesn't mean that spiritually you're not connected with that person. And that's when you have to really break the tie. You know what I'm saying? Break down the feelings, the emotions, and that goes into spiritual healing and just healing yourself in general because people think that, you know, oh, I'm not thinking about it. It's out of my sight. I'm not worried about it. No, but that means that if you was to see that person, all those feelings and emotions will hit you back again. Now, if you take the proper time and care to actually heal yourself and to go through the whole process of saying you hurt me, you did this, you did that. So maybe what you need to do is write a letter, right? Write a letter as if you were writing to him or a text message, right? Or whatever, Write it, write everything that you feel or that you want to say, and then you fold it up and you burn it. That is you releasing those emotions and energy because the thing is, people don't really heal themselves. And that's why you don't have any room to have love for this new man. And this also is very new for you because you've never dealt with a man like this. So you don't know how to love him, but you have to heal and love yourself in order to receive it and give it back. So you need to take the proper care to really release this person that was no good into your life. You don't miss him. That was something that you were comfortable with and you reminisce on it because you're not healed from it. You haven't really separated your emotions and your spiritual side that was connected to it. That's why you have these feelings towards it. So once you do the proper steps to removing something, then you can move on and be happy with what you have right in front of you. Alright, so this is going to be the last one. This one says she's 23 years old. She put, hey, and I, my name is blah, blah, blah. And I listen to your podcast every day. So I've been going through it. And I thought, why not reach out? So here I am. I've been dating this guy for a year now. And he's been a gentleman. But sometimes he's hot slash cold or more distant than I'm used to. So we've been, so we've done birthdays, Valentine's Day, even celebrated our one year, but never made things official. Sidebar, is it normal to go with the flow or should you know right away? She put, I brought it up, but he felt it was too soon and like the way things were going. More recently, he says there's just a gap in between us and he's not sure it will work. We continued as friends. He tells me one day I want to be honest with you. I'm talking to someone. I like her even though there's a lot of red flags. I can't be comfortable with her. I can't be myself and we have nothing to talk about, which is everything I love about you. I should be with you. I don't know why I feel the disconnect that I do, but I do. He wants to be with her and I cut all ties. My question to you is how do I get my power back even though I... She put, even though I broke it off, I let this man make me feel like I wasn't enough and that 
that shit hurts. To be honest, I don't even want him back. I just, I just want him to see what the fuck he lost and feel what I felt. Um, ooh, girl, men are so stupid, y'all. Men are so stupid. Like, my thing is, you ask, hold on, let me go back to your question. Is it normal to go with the flow or should you know right away? I think it's normal to go with the flow because you don't want to add too much pressure. Guys do not like to be tied down. Period. Guys like to feel like they have their freedom. They can do what they want. But at the end of the day, you're not going to have your cake and eat it too. So as a woman, you know what I'm saying? Y'all could be talking for a month, two months. By that third month, y'all need to establish what the fuck y'all doing. And I'm a firm believer that the three month is the trial and error phase. Like once you get past three months, okay, what are we doing? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I just feel like, you know, the fact is you, you, you... <sighs> made me think that we were more than what we were for a whole year, you're dumb. What I would do, I would definitely give him the cold shoulder. I wouldn't block him. I would let him see everything you're doing. Girl, you need to be posting your best life, okay? I would <laughs> I would be flaunting all the whatever because I would make sure that he knows that you're good without him. And yeah, he did fuck up. So this is the time you get to glow up, honey. You know, you make sure your hair is really cute that day. You make sure your nails is really on point. You know what I'm saying? You make sure that you're glowing. You're taking care of your skin, honey. You're doing your goddess bath, honey. You are not pressed like a panini behind this Negro because he fucked up. He lost you. You didn't lose anything. So, you know, take this time out to just dwell into your greatness as a woman. Embrace who you are as a woman and not give two fucks about some idiot who didn't know what to do with you or he didn't know or establish what you guys were because he was so fucking dumb. And then he starts entertaining someone else like that could be a conversation that needs to be had. Are we dating? Are we seeing other people? Like, I, that's one thing I hate about our generation is that we don't know how to communicate what exactly that we're doing. I hate when guys say, oh, we just chilling. We just figuring. No, nigga, you need to let me know so I can do me. <laughs> You're not going to be doing you and I'm not doing me. No, no, no. That's not going to work. So I think moving forward, if you do get into a new situation with somebody, you know, wait to that three month mark and then you'd be like, OK, what are we doing? <laughs> you know, so you're not wasting your time. You guys have a clear understanding of what it is. Do not fall for the oh, we just going with the flow. We just figuring it out. That's cute and all for the first few months. But no, we're not doing that six months in or a year later. and You still trying to figure shit out. Listen, when a man knows he wants to be with you, he knows he's not going to play games, okay? So that's my thought on that, honey. But yeah, your girl, just glow up right in front of him. Don't block him. I wouldn't answer his calls. None of that shit. <laughs> I wouldn't text him, link up. No, girl, just be great. Shine bright like a motherfucking diamond, honey. And let him see all of that. That's all. Let him see all of that.
So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. As always, thank you guys so much for showing me love, telling your family and friends, and sharing on social media. Y'all keep the same energy for my YouTube channel, okay? (laughs) So make sure y'all subscribe to my YouTube channel, which is Anaya Ivy, the same name as this podcast. I will have more videos and content for you guys coming soon. So yeah, we'll speak on the next episode. Love you guys. Mwah.